Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Get Up and Do Something Uplift podcast series. Today we have with us Patrick Valentine. Patrick is a registered ACSM CPT, meaning that he's a certified personal trainer under the American College of Sports Medicine, and he's also an elite personal trainer at the Hokesson Athletic Club. Patrick has been a personal trainer for three years, working with clients on their personal goals that range from weight loss to sports performance. So moving into today's podcast, the goal is to better explain the purpose and the role of personal training from the perspective of a fitness professional. But before we get into that, Patrick, I first want to ask you why you got into personal training and what are some aspects that you like about the field? All right, well, first, thank you for having me here today. Um, so to answer your question first, obviously, it's about money. I want to make money. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, I always had an interest in physical fitness and health, which kind of led me to a degree in exercise science as well. Um, I like helping people achieve their goals um, and giving them a basis of where to start. It's kind of where I went with fitness. And a big thing that really led to personal training for me was having the experience of working with a personal trainer myself. When I first started fitness, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just lifting random weights and thought I had to go heavy all the time. And that led me to pursuing a degree, as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Um, So my overall goal as a personal trainer is that to help people achieve their goals and teach them how to use the equipment. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting that you've been on both sides of personal training you've trained people and you've been trained so you kind of have a unique perspective on it so Patrick what is the purpose and the role of personal training like we kind of touched on earlier okay so the overall purpose of personal training as I mentioned before is one to help clients achieve their goals whether that be from weight loss building muscle mass um, could be sports performance Uh, sorry, sports performance training. Um, So what we're really looking to do is to teach you what to do, what to look for in movements, how to perform those movements. So from there, the overall outcome, which sounds weird of my profession, is so that you can train on your own. Right. So I'm (laughs) literally teaching you how to lift and put myself out of a job. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you have a trainer that's not doing that, they're not personal training. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so overall purpose, one, figure out what your goals are, help you achieve them, give you the tools that you need to be able to achieve that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to program everything that you need. So I will program every day's workout with me mm-hmm. <clears throat> and before I get ahead of myself with the programming <clears throat> big thing is when I write a program it is for you to perform that workout with me mm-hmm. <clears throat> as a personal trainer I don't want to write a program for you and then have you go do it on your own right because then I'm not sure if you're performing it correctly right like the technique and the stuff, technique right. the movement patterns which will greater put you at risk for injury Mm -hmm. so anything I write I want to do with the client no that makes sense so people ask about writing 
programs for them to do outside of personal training, but that's not really what we do. Right. So we want to be really hands-on, see what you're doing and correct anything that's needed. Mm -hmm. No, I think that makes sense. And I mean, to just avoid injury and just, you know, give them the confidence to do it on their own. Everything with personal training from a standpoint from the beginning is injury prevention. Yeah. No personal trainer wants you to get injured. Um, It's a little different than CrossFit or anything like that. We're very hands-on. And if you are in group fitness, it's usually like one or two clients Mm -hmm. that are working with you. So it's not exactly one-on-one training, but we're still able to walk around and, and correct what's needed for three people versus a class that has 15 to 20, which you right, can handle. Right. Yeah. So you can still give that end indiv- that individualized attention to them. Yes. So from what, based on your perspective, being on both sides of being a trainer and kind of like a trainee, what would you say um, are like good qualities to look for if you're trying to pursue finding a personal trainer? Okay. Um, so qualities that I looked for, let's go back to when, I was a kid working with a personal trainer. My first thought was, let's work with someone who's jacked. Right. Because he clearly knows what he's doing. Right. Um, From experience and now working, that is not the case at all. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are much bigger than I am that really don't have any training or background in it because they can become a trainer Mm -hmm. through just getting a certification. Um, So first quality. You want each other's personality to match. And that sounds weird, but if your personalities don't match, it's going to make for a long session. Yeah. So like you want to be able to talk with each other. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not even about fitness. It's about what, what did you do today? Right. (laughs) How's your day going? Um, Personality is a big thing. Is it all of it? No, but you do want to be able to find that personal connection because Mm -hmm. We are personal trainers. That is part of it. Sometimes we do act as little psychologists, yeah. and we know a lot about we yeah. know a lot about <laughs> yeah, each I client. Bet. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but from a training aspect, do your research on each trainer. Um, where where I work at the Hocus Athletic Club, we have a list of our trainers, what we specialize in, okay, how we work. Um, So you can pick a personal trainer based on what your goal is, Mm -hmm. because if your goal is weight loss, you don't want to work with a trainer who specializes in, let's say, sports performance. Right, right. And vice versa. If you're an athlete, you don't want to work with a person who really specializes in weight loss or let's just say like kind of preventative Mm -hmm. fitness. Okay. Um, That is my number one overall what quality that you should look in for a trainer, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think it does. Um, From there, you kind of want to see how they're working with other clients as well. Yeah, Um, like feedback from them too. Yes. So I know I'm saying it's personal training, but there's a lot of interaction between a trainer's clients. Yeah. From the time they walk in, from the next client walking in from you leaving from your Mm -hmm. session, you learn a lot about what they're doing and you actually become friends with each other's clients. Oh, that's nice. Which is (laughs) 
it's a small world. Yeah. Personal training. Um, yeah. And talk to them about what they're doing with their trainer. And a red flag could be if we're doing the same things, that's not right, kind of tailored. It should be personalized. Like putting, yeah. Yes. If we're doing different things, then you know he's really programmed yeah, for yeah. you. Um, he's taking into your considerations what basically he's taking in listening to you and taking in and writing down a workout that will best fit your needs and goals yeah i think that'll make sense um so then this is kind of what i'm interested in hearing because i i don't really know anything about personal training i've never (laughs) been trained by someone so with those first couple sessions um kind of like walk me through what a typical like the first couple should look like like what goes on um okay yeah like kind of how you assess what they want to do and then kind of integrate what you think they should be doing with what they're asking for okay so that first session the first two sessions are going to run anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour long okay so in that first session we're going to come in you're going to fill out your health questionnaire mm-hmm. and what would those queue. questions kind of look like <clears throat> they'll look kind of like our health questionnaire has your fitness goals mm-hmm. how active you are already if you've okay. ever worked out before and you'll also see questions about health history stuff like cardiovascular right um, if you've had any injuries or surgeries are you on any medication and that kind of gives us a background of where we're at and especially if you're on blood pressure medication that yeah we yeah. need to know that yeah and that tells us a lot about what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the workouts yes <laughs> <I'd say> so. <clears throat> um so after the health questionnaire you fill out and we go over and we look for any red flags if there's a lot of red flags you might need to get a waiver or clearance right, from right. your doctor saying it's okay for you to mm-hmm. <clears throat> exercise with a personal trainer and that's primarily for our safety and your safety as well yeah after that, we're going to talk about your goals. So what is your goal? Is it weight loss? Is it muscular or mass building? Is right, it right. sport performance? Is it preventative? I mean, people come in for preventative training all the time. They just don't want to get injured. Yeah. And they don't know what they're doing. So their goal could be, I want to be preventative, but I want to learn what I'm doing. And then yeah. once I learn, awesome. Thank you. See you later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we're really learning about what your goal is and what you like to do. We'll also build kind of that, that personal connection because mm-hmm. um, it is becoming friends as well. Yeah, I was we about to say, like, this can get a little together. personal. It gets very personal. Yeah. Um, and you want it to because it just shows that I'm engaged mm-hmm. in you. Yeah. And it works both ways. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Um, so we'll get those baseline assessments uh, as well. And we could also get measurements on where your strength is at, where your flexibility is at. Right. Um, some places do a screen called FMS, so that's the functional movement screen. Okay. It's a series of movement patterns just seeing how well you are moving right. and if there's any uh, asymmetries in your movement pattern. So, like, what, I guess, like, what does that exactly mean? Like, what moving patterns are we talking about? Like, do you make them, like, do a little jog real quick? No jogging. Um, (laughs) Although some places do a cardiovascular test as well, just to see where your cardiovascular fitness is in that baseline assessment. Um, But for the FMS screening, we're doing movement patterns like a squat, a push-up. We're doing an inline lunge. 
Okay. <laughs> the basis behind that was is if there is any asymmetry, that kind of shows us <clears throat> what we kind of need to correct first before we have you do an, an yeah. exercise with weight. Yeah. So if we can correct that first, <clears throat> then we know you're in a safe, healthy position to be able to perform yeah. a movement pattern with weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so some say it works, some say it doesn't. Um, I'm for it. So it's a preventative matter. Yeah. yeah. So then after um, those first couple things, then that's when you kind of step aside and then create the program for the client? Correct. So we have that first session that we just go over your health history and all of that we learn. Then we'll have a second session. Um, I'll put you through a workout. And that's where I kind of get to gauge where your strength is at, where your cardiovascular fitness is right. at. So this one's um, kind of like a lighter one just to kind of assess things still. It's a little lighter. The cardiovascular fitness one, depending on where we're at okay. health wise. And that's kind of where I gauge it based off that first session yeah. is how hard I can push you in that second session. Right. Um, but that second session really is a baseline session. And from there, <clears throat> through personal training, I know where to program the rest of your sessions and where we need to target right. and how hard I can push you. Okay. Um, and if you're mentally tough and you want to go all out all the time, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that's not necessary. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So then um, for someone who's really interested in this, um, what would you say an average cost would be? So whoever's listening, you know, they know if they're kind of, you know, getting a good deal or if they're kind of getting ripped off. <laughs> okay. So that cost kind of depends on where you're at. Um, if you're training somewhere in like New York or California, you're going to spend some money. Right. It's pricey. Right. New York's pricey. Yep. Um, for the majority of places though, you're looking between 40 to $70 a session. Okay. And that's usually gauged based on the length of the session. Okay. So if you're either having, if you're having a half hour session that you're going to look at more of the $40 mm-hmm. range. Um, and we also have 45 minute or hour sessions and that could be specific to our club, but a majority of clubs have different lengths of sessions. Okay. Um, so for that hour session, you're going to look more about $60 per cost. It could go up to 70 depending on how qualified the trainer is. How okay, long yeah, they've been I was going to ask that. Yeah, if it depends on the trainer themselves it, too. Sometimes it does depend on the trainer if they have a background that is just a wealth of knowledge and right. a lot of experience. You may be paying a little bit more for that. Right, but, but it also, comes with that. Yeah, it's it that comes trade with off. That. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're getting a really good trainer. Mm-hmm. You know, they are in it because they love what they do mm-hmm. and they really want to help you succeed. Yeah. Okay, so then for um, these people who are getting trained by personal trainers, do you have any kind of suggestions or um, just some insight being on both sides of it? Like, how could they get the most out of their personal training sessions? So getting the most out of personal training. Interesting question. Um, Majority of clients work with a trainer two to three times a week. Okay. I would say 75% of people are around that two times a week to get the most out of that. We want you to work out on your own as well. Okay. 
I feel like, yeah, that's an important thing to know. (laughs) So for you to reach your goals and what you're doing two times a week truly isn't enough, but you also can't pay for a trainer six days a week. I mean, that's not cheap. (laughs) Yeah. So really, we want you to work out two to three days on your own. So are you giving them kind of like workouts that they can do on their own? Or is that more kind of an independent thing on their part? So it's more of an independent thing on their part. <sighs> but they're, we want them to take what we're doing in the session right. and apply it on their yeah. own. So like from the movements we do, I can trust them to do it correctly. Yeah. Because I have taught them the movement patterns yeah. I have taught them how many reps they should be doing based on weight and their goal um but really it's not I don't write a program for your individual workouts right so that's more kind of like that like applied learning (laughs) applied learning yeah applied maintenance yeah um once again this workout outside could be majority a cardio workout if you are weight loss right get outside run or treadmill elliptical whatever yeah yeah, all depends on that goal um if you have any injuries or something like that it could be the elliptical um so really we're looking for you to get like two days of cardio in and another one or two days of strength training whether you break it down into upper lower body push pull whatever that may be um so to answer your question no it is not a workout that i write (laughs) right right (laughs) Okay, so then any other tips on how to get the most um, kind of out of the sessions or how they get the most up for their money that they're paying you yeah. for? Um, so another big tip for how to get the most out of your session, and I'm talking with my hands right now, as if you can see me, which is great, is to get to the gym about 10, 5 to 10 minutes before your training session, get a warm-up in. That's okay. smart. <clears throat> because then we don't have to do that during your session. Yeah. If you come in for a half hour session and I have to spend five to 10 minutes yeah. getting warmed up, that That's takes a, good a lot chunk of, it, yeah. of your session. Even if it's a 45 minute session. Yeah. Spending five to 10 minutes is about two to three exercises we exactly. could have done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so coming in five, 10, 15 minutes before your session, get warmed up, get stretched out and then you'll get a a lot out of your session. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm never going to train a client without them getting warmed up. Yeah, yeah, because then, you know, injury. I'm not going to let you get injured because you're cold. Yeah, exactly. When that whole original purpose was prevention of injury. (laughs) And for your prevention of injury, do some cardio before you stretch. Yes. (laughs) Please. (laughs) So um, I guess a next kind of follow-up question for that is how will then the client know if they're making progress okay um so for progress goals from the trainer aspect i see it based on performance Mm because i can see you getting stronger i can see you getting yeah it's like that outside kind of perspective perspective. you you can see it way easier yes and i have everything logged um so a big one for weight loss clients is they want to see that weight drop yeah um so in that first session we will get a height and weight and stuff like that um so i don't remeasure clients for about six to eight weeks after we begin because that right like those number measurements yeah Yeah. because that gives us enough time to actually see a good amount of change yeah if 
<clears throat> they've been consistently coming and been consistently right. coming, eating well, um, which we're not dietitians, so we can't write. Anything. Right, right. That's but we a good know point. our general. So health. they shouldn't be consulting on like a nutritional aspect. No, um, if you want nutritional advice, I will send you to a registered right, um, <laughs> right. I know nothing about that. Yeah, except eat fruits and vegetables. <laughs> um, limit your sweets. Um, so give yourself about six to eight weeks to really see some change, um, and then we can remeasure through. Majority of places have a thing called a bioelectrical impedance. So that's what measures your fat mass, your weight, okay. your stuff like that, uh, percentage of body fat. Yay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you exciting. like that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I'll remeasure that. But if you don't see the change rapidly, just don't get discouraged about it. Um, it will come. Yeah, everybody's different with that. And it may change in different areas. Right. Yeah. Like how their body reacts to all that exercise and whatever they're doing. And who knows, you might see your weight go up. That's not a bad thing. Um, Just because if in the beginning, when we see a lot of change that we see is for someone who hasn't really exercised before Mm -hmm. is an immediate increase in muscle mass. Yeah. So their muscle mass is increasing faster than their fat mass. So their weight is actually going up, which isn't a bad thing. So just stick with it. And you'll start to see that fat mass continually drop and your weight, your muscle mass will eventually kind of stop at a good point. Yeah. And that's when you'll start to see that weight drop. Okay. That's what I, yeah, I think that's important to note then too, if they're not aware of that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then last question to kind of wrap things up. Um, And I guess we can apply this to both sides of it. So I guess, do you have anything that you wish um, your clients knew? And then to add to that, do you um, kind of wish or what do you wish other personal trainers knew? Like um, if you were a client, wouldn't you wish they were like more patient in some aspects? Like kind of around like that. Like what do you wish both sides knew more of? Interesting. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so let's go from the client perspective. Okay. What we wish clients would do. <clears throat> we are people. Yeah. Um, this is a living. It's how we make our living as well. So just being upfront, like if you have to cancel a session, we understand that. So just saying like, hey, I need to cancel today. We'll reschedule. Yeah. And we are perfectly okay with that. Right. Um, yeah. There's nothing more frustrating than when you come in for that client and then they Just don't show no up show. Yeah. because they have something come up. <clears throat> That's going to put you in a little hole. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe the next time that might be a lot of cardio in your next workout. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Sometimes why. Sometimes it happens. Um, no. <clears throat> in all seriousness, for clients, we want you to ask questions as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, ask, don't be afraid to ask questions. Definitely not. We want you to ask questions. Um, we want you to ask questions about if you're doing this movement pattern right. Yeah. Um, if what you're doing outside in your individual workouts is what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, I will always be happy to answer questions like that with clients. If you have some a question about a machine that we haven't used out there ask that I'll yeah. take five minutes and go over that with you yeah it's literally your job to help them so <laughs> yes. why would you be mad about that I will never be mad about yeah that. um <clears throat> that's probably the biggest thing with clients though just ask questions and talk yeah um, no I think that's great and in that first session really come in to talk because yeah. the more you talk 
the more we get out exactly, of it. Exactly, yeah. And the more we know how to program. Yeah, like they're only going to get what they give, you know? Yes, so if you come in and you're quiet and I can't pull anything from you, yeah. it's going to be a, a yeah, tough pretty, battle. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. So don't be afraid to talk. Um, we're not going to bite your heads off. Okay? <laughs> That's good. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the trainer aspect, you will always hear me ask, on a scale of one to 10, how difficult is this? Okay. Um, because I want to get that verbal feedback of how difficult an exercise is. Oh, okay. <clears throat> From experience, if a trainer doesn't always say that, it's because if you've been working with them for a while, yeah. they know how difficult it is okay. for you. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> other than that, there's some trainers, and this is just kind of my pet peeve, is and this goes back to the whole goal setting make sure you're working with a client that meets your goals yeah don't let a trainer train you because but like their personal agenda kind yes of thing. yeah <clears throat> um, i've seen it before trainers your goal is weight loss but they want to train you like bodybuilders yeah and if that's not your goal back out quick yeah um do your research see who best matches with you and go with them um and if a trainer just says, hey, like, we're not a good fit, appreciate that. Yeah. Because there are trainers. They're helping you out at the end. Including you know? myself. I've had clients come in and they're like, this is what I am. I'm like, this is nowhere near my specialty. We have another person here that's perfect for you. Yeah. But um, it's good to know, you know, when you kind of need to pass that torch along. Yes. And if you need to take a break from personal training, just say you need to take a break. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, so that was all great advice, a good perspective. So thank you for your time, Patrick. And thanks to our listeners for joining our podcast to learn more about personal trainers and then everything that kind of encompasses that field. Um, Becoming more informed about these topics can help you make better decisions for you and your family, whether that's now or in the future. So tune in next time for another episode of the Uplift Podcast series from us here at Get Up and Do Something.